You're listening to the Pure Fury Creations Entertainment Network. The views and opinions expressed on this episode are those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the views, opinions, or philosophies of the PFC Entertainment Network or any of the affiliates that make this show possible. This show has also been rated M for mature audiences only. I'm Jason Klaus, and over the course of my life, I have done a lot of different things worn a lot of different hats. But this may be my greatest endeavor yet. Welcome to my show, where on here we will discuss anything and everything that happens in the world around us and how we can go about making things better for you, for me, and everybody that we share this world with. I may go on rants, I will go on sidebars, but it all comes from the heart. Welcome to the Close to the Heart podcast, the flagship show of the PFC Entertainment Network. Everybody, welcome to the Klaus to the Heart podcast. This is the flagship show of the PFC Entertainment Network. I'm Jason Klaus. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. I got to be honest with you, and I got to shoot from the hip here. Um, It was a struggle coming into the studio today to try to find something that I could talk about that's of a motivational theme, right? And even though there are days, there are weeks that I come in here and I say to anybody and everybody, there is good in your everyday. You just got to look a little bit harder some days than others. But it's there. I mean, right out of the gate, the first blessing of your every day is the day your eyes pop open and you realize you've been presented with another opportunity, another day, a new day. That's your first blessing. Now, some people are going to hear that, and these are the people that are currently in the midst of some degree of turmoil, some degree of controversy, some degree of ill feelings that is a dominant frame of mind for them right now. Everything seems too much. It's too hard. It's impossible. said for years now at this point that there are layers of a lot of our internal makeup that determine how much crap can we put up with? How much are we willing to endure before something has to change? How much can you carry on your shoulders? Because here's the thing, man. When it, if you are not going through something that is of significant challenge, chances are pretty good you know somebody that is. And if you are on that equation, if you are on that side of the road and you are on the side looking in, Like you want to be involved, you want to help out, you want this and you want that. You want to be a a positive presence in somebody's life. More often than not, it's somebody that means something to you. You know, you make a 
conscious decision, sometimes unconscious too, I suppose, as to how much you're willing to put yourself into it. This is individualized. There are people who will, and, and this, <laughs> this ultimately will determine, I feel, um, you're kind of telling yourself in not so many terms what this individual means to you. Now, what I mean by that is you think of somebody in your life that means something to you. And you think about the challenges that they're going through. It's, it could be very monumental. You make a determination as to whether or not you are going to get involved or offer some advice or try to lend a helping hand or even just an ear to listen to, a shoulder to cry on, things of this We've already set in our minds what I call the point of no return internally. I use that phrase a lot. Maybe not so much on the air here. Like I, I, I know I've mentioned it a time or two, but like this is, this is more than a catchphrase in my everyday. I know when I go into any situation that deals with trying to help another individual with their personal situations, their problems, their issues, their hangups, their insecurities, whatever the case may be, I find myself, I have made a line that I determine is the point of no return. Like once you get up to that point and then you take one step over it, you've crossed that line. And when you've crossed that line, there's no going back from it, right? There's, that's what the whole purpose of the phrase is. But this is very individualized and, and this will determine how invested are you going to be in somebody else's life or in somebody else's problems. Because most people want to take care of the people that mean something to them. Most people will put everything that they've got going on on the back burner to focus on you because that is where they feel their priorities are at that point. That's where their energy is directed to. For if nothing else, to show you that there is somebody in your corner that cares and that is willing to walk through hellfire and brimstone with you side by side, hand in hand, whatever you want to say, to help pull you out or help navigate you through whatever it is that you're going through. Now, where it gets altered is, is as you are embarking on something like this, you may find that you are moving that point of no return, that line of point of no return, you may move it forward and forward and forward because you're seeing the individual make some degree of progress. You see that they're trying to make changes. You see they're trying to correct their course of action. You see that they're trying to do something to improve the here and now. And if, you know, for me, if I see somebody that's making an effort, well, then I'm fully invested in you and I will continue to move my imaginary line, my point of no return further and further up. If I see you're making an effort, I've got all the time in the world for you. If I see that you are doing everything you can not to let the weight of the world crush you and you are still fighting, you're still scratching, you're still clawing, I'm, I've got all the time in the world for you. If I see that you are struggling to find your footing on this path that you are trying to embark on, I will light the path for you. This is where it is. How you get there is up to you, but this is where it's at. I've got all the time in the world for you.
But on the flip side of that, if it gets to a point to where the other individual's involvement or their drive or their dedication or their focus or just the overall being stops, they give up, they've thrown in the towel. No more. They can't make it anymore. It's too hard. It's too difficult. They can't do it. They give up. This is where we have to make a determination. For some people, it is the, it's the easiest decision for them to make. Hey, if you are not going to put forth the effort, I am not putting forth the time. A lot of people adopt that philosophy. And, like, I get it. Wholeheartedly, I get it. This is individualized. This, this determines what your involvement is going to be. Now, here's the thing that I find, I have found very recently. You can, uh, you can put forth 110%. You can throw your everything into this individual, into this situation, in an, in an effort to help them in an effort to guide them, in an effort to let them know that they are not a lot, that they are not alone. We can do that. But at some point, if you see that progress has, has, has diminished, if not just all the way halted, then um, you got to make a decision. Because here's the thing, man. Running our own lives is a full-time job, right? You got responsibilities, you got job, you got family, you got kids, you've got extracurricular activities, you've got something going on. There's always something going on. So how much time in your day, in your efforts, how much strength, both physically, mentally, and emotionally, are you willing to invest in this? Now, when you set your point of no return and you get up to that and like the other individual is starting to see that, one of two things is going to happen. It's going to trigger something in their mind that they are realizing that they are losing their biggest cheerleader, their biggest advocate, and something internally will snap. Reality comes back into play. That their one, their cheerleader, their advocate, their friend, their hype man, woman, whatever the case may be, has one foot out the door. And why do they have one foot out the door? One, it's because they are self-centered assholes and they didn't get what they wanted when they embarked on this in, an, in a bullshit attempt to quote-unquote help you. Or they have realized you stopped helping yourself and you have exhausted their patience. You have exhausted their mental capabilities, their brain space to dedicate to you and your situation, your issue. It's a lot easier to just throw our hands up and say, fuck it, I can't do it. It's so much easier in the here and now. But if you do that in the here and now, you're making tomorrow that much more difficult because you've already put yourself behind the eight ball. Right out of the gate. Right out of the gate. You've put yourself behind the eight ball. Because you gave up. Because whatever it was that you had set on your horizon, it don't mean enough to you to fight for it. Because there's other entities, there's other people, there's other situations that are making this more difficult for you. 
It's becoming that way because it's a test to see what your dedication level is. It's a test to see how much are you willing to put into it. And look, man, I get it. When you are met with a constant barrage of bullshit, setbacks, and all of these different things, it can become daunting. It can become discouraging. It can become a source of stress and concern and fear and anxiety. Nobody wants to live like that. I get that. I do. But I also maintain that the greatest things that you will ever achieve, that you will ever experience, are the things that you've had to fight for the hardest. Because in a day and age where life does not want you to be happy, in a day and age where life does not want you to succeed, in a day and age where the overall morale of our society is hitting rock bottom, misery loves company. And anybody that tries to escape out of that muck of negativity, that muck is going to do everything it can to grab a hold of your ankle and yank you back down. If you allow it, it will happen. It doesn't have to be that way. I understand being discouraged. I understand being knocked so far off my path that I didn't know where the fuck I was at. I, I understand that wholeheartedly. I understand how having all these well-laid plans and these dreams and these goals and these aspirations, they, you know, they don't come to fruition the way that they, we thought that they would. I understand how disappointing that is. But under no circumstances have I ever allowed that to dictate my course of life. It would have been real easy to. I may have taken a day, a week, maybe even a month to regather my thoughts, recollect myself. Come up with another course of action, reshift my focus. Not everybody can do that. Not everybody can do that because they're so fixated on what's going wrong, they refuse to see what's right in the world, in their world. And in a lot of cases, it's standing right in front of them. But they don't see it that way. And eventually, they start taking that for granted. They start taking advantage of it. But what you're doing is that individual that dedicated a portion of their day or their life to you, you are testing the patience. You are accelerating the path to that point of no return for that individual. Because us, as those who are coming to the table with an effort to help, if we start to feel like our efforts are not appreciated or they're not wanted, there's only so you are now on extremely borrowed time because eventually that individual reaches their individual point of return. And the next time you turn turn back around to look for them, for support, for guidance, for whatever, they're not there. And it's not because they gave up. It's not because they just washed their hands of you. Although on the surface that may seem like what the case is. It's because they have reached their point of no return. Anybody that's dealing with an ongoing source of drama, an ongoing source of stress or anxiety, they too have set a line, the point of no return. And it may not come with a flashing billboard that says, this is the line. You are X amount of miles away from the point of no return. It doesn't happen that way. You stumble upon it. You come upon it. 
when you least expect it. And you know when it happens? When something in your brain just flips the script, man. It flips the switch. I've talked about this before. Because once that flip switches, by and large, it's done. It's over. And when that happens, there's a lot of hurt feelings. There's a lot of fingers of blame being pointed. Being pointed at you because you have designated that you have had enough. And the other individual who took you for granted, took advantage of the situation, they don't know what the hell to do now. They are truly lost. Because the one person that they had in their corner, they have pushed so far away now. By and large, there is no return. And whose fault is that? Yeah, we can blame life. We can blame every aspect in our lives that is not firing on all cylinders or that is not blowing the wind up our skirts or that is not being what we thought it would be. We could do that. Or we could be honest with ourselves and look at how we've conducted ourselves and how we've treated other people, specifically the ones that went to bat for us, especially in times where that individual had no shitting idea, no business being a part of it, but they threw themselves in, in the fire because <coughs> you meant something to them. You can only push an individual so far. You can only, you can tell, you can only tell an individual to go fuck off so many times before they truly just go fuck off. And when that happens and you turn around and they're not there, is it their fault that they said to hell with this because they got tired of being talked to or treated like garbage or dismissed? Or put on a side burner? Or your value in their mind was diminished in your eyes because of how you were treated? Nobody wants to walk through life being treated like shit. Nobody wants to be the doormat for somebody else. If that's your aspirations, then, I mean, I guess good for you, but that ain't me. And that ain't most of you. That point of no return, it's almost like <laughs> going over the edge of a waterfall. Like you, you know it's there somewhere, but you don't know until you are <whistles> going over the edge, man. I don't know. It, it sucks because it takes the most extreme circumstances and oftentimes some sort of severing of ties before one individual realizes what the other one meant to them. And by that time, more often than not, it's too late. And like, you really got no one to blame but yourself because of how you conducted yourself. You've pushed your cheerleader, your advocate, one time too many. You said one wrong thing one time too many. You made them feel like absolute utter shit one time too many. You, you have exhausted your chances. The other individual set the line, the point of no return. You pushed them to that. You pushed them over it. This is where we're at. If you're on the opposite side of the spectrum and you are embarking on this tumultuous part of the path, I don't know what to tell you. You have to make a determination as to what your dedication level is 
to get past whatever it is that you are dealing with. I mean, if you want to try to do it by yourself, then by all means, try to do it by yourself. If you can't, well, there's people there that will rally behind you. My suggestion is treat them decently. Show them that you appreciate their efforts. Show them that their dedication to you means something to you. Because the second people start feeling unappreciated or taken advantage of or things like this, that support diminishes day by day, moment by moment. And when that's happening, you're pushing them to their point of no return. Look, I understand unforeseen circumstances happen all the time. Sometimes multiple things, multiple significant things happen at one time. It's not there to crush you. These don't happen to purposely keep you off your path or to halt your momentum. We just allow it to happen that way. These are tests. They're testing our resolve. They're testing our patience. They're testing our drive. They're testing our determination. They're testing our desire for a better life and what we're willing to put forth, what we're, what we're willing to put in to build the life that we want, the happiness that we seek, the peace that we strive for. You want it go get it somewhere deep in the recesses of your soul there is a reserve tap into it somewhere in your corner there's somebody that cares enough to put themselves second to help you because you mean something allow them to don't keep pushing them away. Because on the day that you really do need them, they're not there. Because a person will only be treated like shit for so long. Or to be made to feel like shit for so long. That's fact. Fundamental fact. So where is your point of no return? something to think about we're going to run a quick timeout. more of the klaus of the heart podcast is right after this when i want to get new stuff to celebrate my favorite shows there's only one place that i go to and it's where you need to go to for all of the great merchandise from the PFC Entertainment Network. I go to the official online store, powered by CafePress.com. You can head on over to the official online store right now and see all of the latest t-shirts, hoodies, hats, coffee mugs, sippy cups, bed sheets, floor mats, and anything else that you can think of with the various logos and designs of all the great shows here on the PFC entertainment network including close to the heart the real podcast turnbuckle time machine and even new merchandise for the heat vent i'm not allowed to listen to that my mom said because levi gets a little raw but if i wanted new merchandise for the heat vent there's only one place i go to that's where you need to go to too cafepress.com forward slash pfc network the official online store of the Pure Fury Creations Entertainment Network. Hey everybody, Jason Klaus, co-host of the Klaus and Q Show on ONTV, inviting you to join us for a very special edition of our show. It happens Friday, August the 11th, beginning at 6 p.m., 
exclusively on ONTV's Facebook page. On that episode, we will have a four-man panel to recap the big SummerSlam pay-per-view event that's happening this summer at Ford Field in Detroit. Plus, it's Hulk Hogan's birthday, so we will be celebrating all things Hulkamania. It's all things SummerSlam, and it happens on the Klaus and Q Show, August 11th, 6 p.m. on Facebook.com forward slash Orion ONTV. Welcome back to the, the Klaus of the Heart podcast here on the PFC Entertainment Network. Um, Jason Klaus, thank you so much for tuning in, staying with us this week. Um, I want to talk about something a little bit more personal, a little bit more. I mean, not that the first segment wasn't personal because it certainly was. You know, it takes, um, I've maintained, takes less than awesome scenarios and situations to really make you fully appreciate the good that we have in our lives, right? Like uh, the hustle and bustle of every day. It's easy that it's it's easy to lose perspective of that because we get so wrapped up in the here and now we get so wrapped up in what's immediately in front of us that it's difficult to um, at times to really acknowledge the blessings that we have in our lives now things happen that, uh, you know, we don't see coming. These are what I call the curveballs of life. Try to prepare for everything, but at the end of the day, like there will always be something that pops up that we just didn't see as a remote possibility, but here we are dealing with it. Hip deep in it, as it were. This last week has been uh, pretty challenging for me personally. I uh, within a span of hours which leads into a couple of days worth of fuckery. A good friend of mine that I had known for over 20 years went missing. His wife called me wanting to know if I had seen or heard from him. And this comes on a month and a half or so after he and I had had a pretty serious falling out. Like, and I know even to this day, in this moment, I don't even really know what started all that. It uh, wasn't anything like I just completely caught me off guard. So while panic mode is starting to set in, because I'm starting to try to figure out, okay, what do we do here? What, 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 what can I do to help? Even though my help really wasn't wanted, it was obviously brought to my attention for a reason. So like while my brain is trying to process this, another significant relationship had been altered, had like the plans, the future, Everything that I thought was going to be was thrown right out the fucking window. And for what? Now, the next day, I wake up to learn that they indeed found my friend 
but it was too late. It was too late. And my last correspondence with him was less than ideal. A lot of very hurtful and hateful things were said to me. And I took into consideration as I was taking on all of this um, commentary, we'll call it. I didn't understand where it came from. I didn't understand why I was being verbally attacked for things that I had no control over. Because I'm only going to let somebody talk down to me or talk shit to me for so long before I start firing back. And I didn't even say anything in in retaliation other than if you don't stop this, I am severing this, this whole scenario. I'm severing it. Please don't push me to the point of no return. And he kept pushing and he kept pushing and he kept pushing clearly. And I tried to take into consideration, is this motherfucker on something? I severed that tie, man. Because of uh, I am of the mentality at this stage in my life, I do not and I will not dedicate an exorbitant amount of time, effort, or energy into people that do not have my best interest in their forefront. Though I am not going to spend that kind of time, effort, and energy on people that don't have the same amount of respect, love, like, care, or whatever for me. Not doing it. And I did. And I feel like in the back of my mind, I felt like there was going to be a time where he would reach out to try to mend the fences. I don't know if that day ever crossed his mind. I'll never know. But this is somebody that I had a pretty unique and special bond with that I don't and hadn't had with anybody else that I'd ever known. And he was, now he's gone. And not only is he gone, like I, uh, I've been outcasted from their family. And I realize that, uh, you know, there's two sides to every story, but, uh, you know, a lot of people know me and have known me for a long time. They know how I go about things. They know how I uh, how I conduct myself. If I get to a point to where the thought of excommunicating with anybody even crosses my mind, a certain point of no return has been reached. I have a lot of regroup. I have a lot of sadness in my heart right now because I'll never have that opportunity to mend those fences. In the meantime, I'm processing another set of changes in another realm of my personal life that I had centered my whole life around. That was no longer a thing and I didn't understand how that could change so fast. But, you know, looking back, I guess I should have seen it. And this is where those people who would jump at the opportunity to say, hey, I told you so. This would be that time. I say all that to say that, uh, 
this last week with the couple of instances that I uh, just kind of laid out vaguely. On top of that, um, very good friend of the show or of the network, really. Uh, somebody I just have a tremendous amount of respect for. Generals Dave Linder, who, if you listen to Power Tripping Through the 80s, he was on one of the earlier episodes where we talked about the music of the 1980s. Now, this is a guy that I met uh, during the heyday of the MWO when Sean Grugel and I uh, we're forming and executing the Power Trip tag team, which led into the faction. Well, we brought this guy in from from the crowd into the show because he was just such a fantastic guy. He is um, battling a number of different health issues right now, serious ones. And this is a guy who, just a genuine good soul, just a genuine good guy. And just achieved that milestone of retirement. And instead of being able to enjoy it, he's now having to deal with significant health challenges. So it's been one thing after another, right? And then the week, you know, caps off with... Uh, the one that was my significant other lost a very good friend of hers. Somebody that I had known, somebody that had been brought to my radar, someone that I had tried to help. The demons were too much. I mean, there's other things too, but I'm not going to sit here and Paint this bleak picture. Oh, my God. Every day of last week sucked balls. No, it didn't. Because every day of the week last week I woke up. And even though I woke up to situations and scenarios that were less than ideal, I recognized the fact that I woke up. I was privileged with another day. And even though there was a lot of darkness in my world, there's always a glimmer of light. Whether it is from my kids, whether it's from the few people that I know I can count on that would drop everything at the drop of a hat to rally around me, like I know that. I don't pull that card very often, but I know that. I know they're there, if need be. Kind of like flashing the bat signal. Like, if they see the bat signal, they know to, you know, haul ass. No, I'm not quite there yet. We can sit here, spend stupid amount of time planning and preparing and things of this nature. We can lay these ideas and we can lay the bricks of the foundation of a dream, of a goal that we want, that we legitimately want, that we're working towards, that we are passionate about. We could do that. But you got to leave that room for error, man. You got to leave some wiggle room. Because those who try to plan everything step by step, you are the ones that are often lost when things go askew. Because you don't know where you don't know where the hell to go. You don't know what the fuck you're doing. You're lost because you put so much into one thing, one entity, one goal, with no wiggle room. I sit here today, and it is full disclosure, seven forty-five on Monday. I sit here with a shattered heart. A bruised, not broken, but bruised spirit with the weight of the world on my shoulders. 
wondering what my next move is going to be. Wondering what the next path that I'm going to embark on. Because the one that I have been on for the last couple of years apparently is not a thing anymore. It's one of the most humbling feelings you will ever experience. And this, this is what determines an individual. It would be so easy for me to just sit here and throw my hands up in the air and say, fuck it, I give up. Fuck it, I can't do it. Or it's too hard or I'm not supposed to be there or this, that, or the other thing. We can come up with every excuse under the sun, but I'm not that guy. I've never been that guy and I will never be that guy. I don't give up. I don't quit. I don't submit. But on the other hand, I reached a point of no return. I crossed over the point of no return. Because an individual can only take so much. A, a, a person will only tolerate so much disrespect and lying and turmoil and chaos and controversy and name calling and finger pointing and all this shit. A person can only take so much before they have to change their own course of action. That's where I'm at. So last week leading up to this one, leading up to here and now, less than ideal. But that does that last this last week does not define who I am, what I am, or where the fuck I'm going. It was a learning lesson. And there's a lot of emotional baggage that I am carrying with me. There's a lot of guilt. There's a lot of second guessing. Could I have done this better? Should I have done that better? Should I have did this? I'm here to tell you, upon further deep evaluation of from the, my perspective, I mean, I know not a lot of people else give a fuck about it, but like it's kind of what I'm stuck with, so I have to pay attention to it. I know I'm better than the situation. I know I'm worth more than the situation. I know there are good things ahead for me. I've paid my motherfucking dues. And I don't give a fuck what you think about whatever decisions I made that may have pissed people off or changed their opinion of me or whatever. That's fine. Have your opinion. You're entitled to it. But I ain't going to sit here and let you provide commentary and tell me what a piece of shit I am. I ain't doing it. Who the fuck are you to judge me on anybody? Who the fuck are you to judge me on anything? There's only one person that's, that's worthy or capable or has the right to judge me. And you ain't it, Jack. Now, I will take what I have done wrong, what I have said wrong, or what was perceived as wrong, and I will incorporate that as lessons to embark on the next path, the next journey, the next goal, whatever the fuck it looks like. But I'm doing it for me, for my own inner peace, something I haven't had in a long time, come to find out. Now, I don't know where I'm going. I don't know what I'm doing. But what I do know is that wherever I wind up, whatever I wind up doing, it is going to be standing tall and looking forward. I ain't worrying about what happened in the past. What happened in the past is past. It's in the rear view for a reason. But here we are.
I lost some, some pretty significant circumstances in my life in the last week. And a lot of times it, uh, I don't quit and I won't quit. I won't. Instead, I rechannel that energy. I rechannel, I reshift my focus. And we figure it out. I don't have all the answers all the time, but I will find them. I will figure it out. And you're either with me or you're not. And I'm okay with either. Because the closure of one chapter just opens the door to another one. That's the journey of life. We're going to go ahead and put a bow on this week's episode. And uh, I appreciate you tuning in this week. Uh, check out the online store, cafepress.com forward slash PFC Network. Uh, we're a little bit delayed in launching the back-to-school line. Uh, that is scheduled to drop next week, so hopefully we can uh, get that finalized. Uh, tomorrow is uh, Power Tripping Through the 80s. Friday, you will hear a new heat vent. Um, Thursday, uh, head over to our TikTok. Look for PFC Network, and you will see the latest drop from 3-Minute Nostalgia with Sean Grugel. Those are fun videos that he puts to, puts together. Uh, so check that out. Uh, if you have questions, comments, feedback, show topic ideas, send me a DM over on Facebook. Uh, email at klaustotheheart at gmail.com. klaustotheheart.net, the official website of this network. So with that, go out, be awesome to yourselves and to each other. We'll see you right back here Next week, with a new episode of the Klaus of the Heart podcast, the flagship show of the PFC Entertainment Network.